Okay, the numbers are just staggering. Get this, some 90% of kids under the age of 18, they don't wanna be a teacher, they don't wanna be a journalist, they don't wanna be a fireman, they don't wanna own their own business. They want to be an online influencer. That's right, it's the number one goal for these kids. And maybe one who plays video games and then other people watch them play video games. Like we all know about PewDiePie. He's a 30-year-old guy by the name of Felix Kelberg and he has 106 million followers. Okay, he makes $8 million a month. A month? What? <laughs> $8 million a month, okay? But wait, then he also makes about $7 million a year selling merchandise and about $2 million a year in advertising, playing video games. Okay, then there's the blue-haired guy, Ninja. Mm. He's born in Detroit. He's 29 years old, Tyler Blevins. And he's the most followed gamer on Twitch, as we all know. Well, he just signed a $30 million contract with Microsoft. Yes, playing video games. So I was reading a story about these hot summer camps right now for kids. That's where they learn to go be a YouTube influencer, and they play video games all day. And I don't know about you, but when I went to summer camp, I mean, we did like <laughs> archery, <laughs> you know, canoeing. I mean, we didn't do that. And we ate really, really bad food. But playing video games all day long at a summer camp, I just have to tell you, it just sounds too intense. Oh, and, oh <laughs> I know. That She's was bad. Back. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. Yes, it's your weekly fun show about all things digital. I am, of course, Kim Commando. And just a quick reminder to rate, review, subscribe, and follow the podcast. And joining us, as always, here on Tech Refresh, we have our amazing content queen, Ali Selgman. And what's on tap from you today, Ali? I'm going to tell you about three of the most invasive apps. You probably have them on your phone. And then a little smartphone security tip. Ooh, good stuff. And then, of course, we have our magnificent millennial, our internet scout, Matthew Heffel. So how are you going to impress us with your know-how today, Matt? We are going to talk about how a viral video of robots ended up being fake, as well as what the trending topics for every day of the week mean. Hmm. Yeah. Because we could probably use those trending topics. You absolutely can. Maybe boost our own social media <laughs> yeah. following. Yeah. That's right. All right, we're going to start with the news. Important tech developments keep you in the know. And I got a press release this morning from a company called like Tech Radar, not Tech Radar, Tech Insider or Shield or some little company rather. And they were talking about the most invasive home tech, which captures the most of your data, what you do, when you do it, and what you look at. And so here are the top five products. Oh, the name of the company here is Tech Shield. Okay. So number five of the top five invasive security, privacy, mongering, stealing products. Number five, they say, is the Ring Indoor Camera. Because they say it records every interaction that takes place in your home. It's owned by Amazon, which in case you didn't know, they just also bought iRobot for almost $2 mm. billion. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Get, now they have floor plans of all of our homes. Uh, number four on our list is the Next Protect. That's the fire alarm and uh, CO2 sensor. They say it because it stores a lot of video and audio information. Uh, number three on the list is the Samsung Smart Things Hub. That's because it's a hub. And everything connects to it. So anything that goes through it, you know, no matter what it is, Samsung has it. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you both, what do you think is number two on the list? Number two on the list. And if you have a, if you have a throw out for number one, go, go just do it now too. So Ali, you go first. What do you think is number two and number one? I think an Echo is on the list. Mm. So I think that's there. And then the other one, maybe some kind of camera, smart okay. camera. Have, how about you, Matt? Um, maybe the Facebook portal and, <laughs> or the Google Home. Well, the Facebook portal, I know you bought one, yeah, but it's been discontinued. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, we'll let you go with that. Number two on the list, I was surprised by this. 
the Chromecast. Whoa. Oh, huh. yeah, that's just that. kind of because they say that it, it keeps all your personal information. And when it works with Google TV, it has your photo files, your video files, your online activity, your contact information, and all that other stuff that then gets fed into your Google profile. So that's the Chromecast. Number one on the list, Ali, you're absolutely right. It's uh, the Amazon Echo. Of course, it's Alexa. Uh, they store all of our personal information, like our name, addresses, our, who has access to our photos and our videos, all of our voice recording data. They have that, too. Uh, all of our online activity, our browsing history, downloads, web searches, uh, contacts, what we bought, their name, their phone numbers, their gender. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Blood type. On. Yes. <laughs> List of exactly. your fears. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what? You joke about blood type, but, oh. you know, Amazon is getting into the well-being Oh, my space. gosh. Oh, jeez. Remember, they just bought all those uh, all those concierge doctor offices for, like, I don't know, another $3 billion. Right. Yes. They're going to have our blood type. But speaking of Alexa, the other day I said, Alexa, you know, put on CNN. I want to hear the news. And she said, Kim, you'll have to pick one or the other. That's right. <laughs> I know, that's bad. All right, so Matt, tell us about the Boston Dynamics, this new fighting humanoid robot. Right. This was a whole rabbit hole for me this week. So I started out with this, seeing this trending video of this fighting robot that was claiming to be from Boston Dynamics, and it was people fighting this robot, and it was fighting back and dodging punches and, and doing all this combat stuff. So I did a little diving deeper into this topic and I realized that there's more to this. So I realized, number one, that's fake. And it was actually CGI from a few months ago. Oh, but that led see, me to an even crazier story. There was a viral video of a dog-like robot that looks like Boston Dynamics Spot with a AR-15 just strapped to its back. And that had gone viral on Twitter. And that was actually a real video that was taken in Russia. And it's this video that's the actual robot is firing this machine gun and it's not doing really well. It's not able to take the recoil really well, but that's because <laughs> that video went viral. This older video of this fake Boston Dynamics robot fighting went viral. And so it was a whole can of worms and Boston Dynamics had to come out and they talked to Reuters and they said, this is not real. This is a CGI re reproduction of what our robots look like. So sometimes you just got to remember that everything you see online, eh, it might not be true. Well, but of course, we, you know, we do have the robot that was announced from Elon Musk. Yes. That's going to be out here, he says, within the next nine years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tesla you know, bot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting for my Cybertruck that I have a pre-order for, but... Did you hear that those are going to be a lot more expensive than initially planned? Oh, geez. No. I, I think How when much? they announced it, it was like 40000 or something. They haven't said, yes. just that the price is going to go way up. Hmm. Oh, so it's going to be, you know, well, the Ford 150... You know, it starts at 40000 but by the time you add, like, a bumper and things like that. Yeah. Do you want a steering wheel? <laughs> yes. It's like, you know, it's like $90,000. Uh, that's interesting, Matt. Okay, so, Allie, the most invasive apps, do they go with my most invasive gadgets in the house? Kind of. Same idea, right? So these things are most invasive. So first, a question uh, for you both and you listening. When's the last time you read a privacy policy? <laughs> Every time. Um, I totally do that all the time. <laughs> I think, I, you know, I think I had to write a column for the USA Today about privacy policies and what's inside of them. And I think that was probably 10 years ago. <laughs> so I think that's it. That's the only time I do for talking about privacy policies for commando.com. I'll look at them. But uh, I looked it up. Pew Research did a study a couple years ago. 9% of Americans say they read the full contents of the privacy policy before agreeing. 
Uh, wow. Sounds to me like 9% of people are lying because yes. I don't believe anyone does it. Well, this other study is from a company called OnDeck. They looked at the privacy details of 200 different apps to see what's the most invasive, just like your list, Kim, what is collecting the most. So mm. I'm going to tell you about the top three, bottom three, the worst three <laughs> for your <laughs> privacy. Uh, and because we are actionable people, if there's anything you can do about it. Number one. Surprise, surprise, it's Facebook. Facebook Messenger, in this case. So a little background. In the Apple App Store, developers can track up to 32 different data points, they call them. So things like your name, your browsing history, where you live. Messenger collects all of them. Mm. So Of course they do. Of course. Of course. <laughs> How can you make Messenger less snoopy? It's actually good timing because end-to-end -end encryption just came for Facebook Messenger. That essentially means the message that I send to Matt only I can see it and only Matt can see it. Facebook can't nice. see it, nobody else. Um, of course, it's not enabled automatically and it's not a system-wide <laughs> setting. You can't turn it on for everything. You have to do each chat individually. Mm, Is course. that You have to do it for each? Yes. Jeez. No. Yeah, they, oh. of course. They How make annoying. this stuff as much of a pain as possible. Yeah. Okay, see, so you know why they do this? They, so that this way they can go next time they go to Washington and Mark has to sit on phone books and drink out of a sippy cup. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that he can say, you know what, I have end-to-end -end encryption. Right. You know, mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, I don't, last time he was there, it was so embarrassing because a lot of the conversation, like, is this like America online? We're like, no, oh, it's man. not. I mean, they were so confused. Anyway, yeah. continue, Allie. I'm sorry. I was on a tangent, but I'm back. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Love the sippy cups. That's true. Uh, it, it is actually pretty easy to turn on. It is annoying. You have to do it for every conversation, but essentially open up a conversation. There's that little information button. It's usually like a, a lowercase I in a circle. Tap on that. And then you're going to click go to secret conversation. So there we go. Number two on the list, most invasive, is PayPal. It collects 26 out of those 32 data segments, which makes sense to some extent, right? If you're using right. it for invoicing or payments, it does need to collect a lot of stuff. Um, but you can change some things. And one I would do is location. PayPal collects your GPS location and your IP address, which it doesn't need. Why would it need to know exactly Why? where you are? Yeah. So go into the app settings, and I say disable location sharing for that one. And finally, eBay eBay hmm. was the most invasive e-commerce app that OnDeck looked at. Um, it collects a lot, your location, your contacts, search history, financial information, contact info, your browsing history. Why does it need that? I don't know. And it shares a lot of that stuff. It shares what you oh, buy, nice. what you browse, and sells it. We know they sell mm -hmm. it. Oh. Yeah. You know, sharing is so nice. Remember when you were a kid, uh. that was like, you know, you just share more. <laughs> you know what's nicer? When you share and you get paid a bunch of money for it, like it, all these companies do. That's even do. better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can... Do a little bit about it. There's not a lot of privacy protection you can do in eBay, but you can tell them, stop using my purchases and what I look at to feed me ads. So that's one thing. You can go to ebay.com slash ad choice. There's a big toggle. You turn it off. Again, ebay.com slash ad choice. And if you're sitting there wondering, Allie, how am I going to remember to make all these changes in these apps that are certainly on my phone? Got your back. Uh, over on commander.com. Go there now, and we've got an article for you on the most invasive apps and how to turn off all this junk. Doesn't eBay own PayPal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be like number two and two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have to ask you a question. And I know it's probably this is makes you a little uncomfortable, but do you guys enjoy your work at commando.com? Do you like your Yeah. Jobs? Yeah. I do. Okay, good. Oh, that's good. Cause I, I was gonna tell you, but there's this new gig. That's coming out. They're called professional sleepers. I don't know about this. Wow. Yes. You get, pay, you get paid for taking naps 
mm-hmm. you document the experience on social media. Now, of course, Casper, the mattress firm, you know, mattress in a box firm that was founded in 2014, they're behind it. And they say that they're hiring Casper sleepers willing to snooze in our stores and in unexpected settings out in the real world. They don't say how much you're going to make. So I don't think this is something that you're going to be looking at like, mm. you know, a hundred thousand, yeah. probably like, I think it's probably like a twenty five, twenty thousand $20,000 a year job, which isn't bad. Hey, I mean, you get for paid for sleeping. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, it's not a tough job. I mean, sleeping is so easy. You can do it with your eyes closed. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, just a quick reminder. This is Tech Refresh. It is not the Kim Commando Show podcast. Yes. If you want the Kim Commando Show podcast, you can... Get it on Apple. You can subscribe to it there on Spotify. You can get over it over at getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. Just a couple of bucks a month. And we are so worth it. Mm-hmm. Come on, getkim.com. All right, coming up, you want to sit right where you are and do not move a muscle because we have some new Google tricks. And I have some really smart keyboard shortcuts that you're going to love. We have a huge danger on Facebook. And it's Allie's turn with a really funny joke at the end. And Allie, care to say, scale of 1 to 10, are you going to throw it out there? I'm going to be very modest today, and I'm going to say it's a six and a half. Hey, a good okay. six and a half. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's I'm a solid joke. It's, it's, not, it's not the best joke, but you'll laugh nonetheless. So you'll stay laugh. right where you are. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital brought to you by Commando.com, of course. And uh, just a quick reminder that if you have not already gotten our free Windows guide, our free Mac guide, what are you waiting for? It's there. It's free for the taking. You just have to go to Commando.com slash free guides. And whether you're on Mac, you want to get the Mac one, Windows, you want both, you can get both. We're not that proud. So just go to Commando.com slash free guides. All right. This is part of the podcast where we like to share some insider tips, tricks, and secrets. And I love keyboard shortcuts. I really do. It's because it makes it so much easier to do things. So like, for example, just press the space bar with your browser open and then you move down the page. Yes, like magic. I'll take you right to the bottom so you won't miss anything. If you want to press shift in the space bar, that's where you scroll up. Now, let's say the text is too small for you to read on a web page. Yes, on Windows, you press the control and the plus key, and like magic, everything gets bigger. If you're on a Mac, not control, you know that. Windows is in control. Windows on a Mac, we are like in command of things, get it? <laughs> so on a Mac, you want command and the plus key. Now, along the same lines, the minus key instead of the plus key will make things smaller. Uh, one press of the home key gets you to the top of a web page and brings you to the very bottom. And finally, when a web page just isn't loading properly and you're sitting there going, what the heck is going on? Well, you could do what I do, and I just reboot my computer, and that normally just <laughs> solves everything. Uh, or you can press the F5 key, and if that's not a quick fix, that's where you want to do the control key along with the F5 key. Yes, pretty snazzy. That's how you do the trick. Do you guys have any favorite keyboard shortcuts? You know, if you're getting weird formatting and you're copying and pasting from something, you can do control, instead of just doing control and paste, which is V, you can do control shift paste, which is V, and it'll paste it without any of the formatting. And I use it all the time. It's super helpful. That was going to be mine yeah. too. I love that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do like the space bar to move up and down. Once I, that was one of those like, wait, how did I not know this? Yeah. And then you're just tippy tapping. I, I also use a lot, what I use a lot is like when I'm on a website or even like a PDF, a doc or whatever it is. Uh, control F to oh, find yeah. something. Oh, all the time. It's like, oh, yes, now I can find that. 
All right, Matt, you're up next. You're going to impress us with some new Google commands and Echo commands. Yeah. So as we've mentioned, these smart speakers and smart assistants aren't the best for your privacy. But in this kind of day and age, the reality is you probably have at least one of them in your house. So I have a Google Home and I've discovered some really awesome tricks that I've been using a lot lately. So the first one is, you know, like Barry, I tend to lose my keys or wallet <laughs> or whatever constantly. And I discovered everything. Okay, everything. It's just not. It's just everything. Don't <laughs> yeah. we're not limiting it anymore. It's just everything. Yeah. Have you ever considered Velcro, Kim? Where's my left shoe? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I learned that you can have Google help you out with this. You can say, hey, Google, remind me that I put my keys in the kitchen drawer. And then later on, you can say, hey, Google, where are my keys? And it'll say, your keys are in the kitchen drawer. And I've been using that a lot lately because I'm like, man, where did I put my AirPods? Hey, Google, where's my AirPods? You left your AirPods in the bedroom on the nightstand. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Google. Super helpful. Incredible. So it's very helpful. That's one I've been using a lot. The second one that I've been using a lot is, you know, sometimes you just don't feel like you're going to remember an appointment. And so what I've been doing is every day I've been trying to turn up the thermostat during the peak hours. We are living in Phoenix. And so, you know, AC is through the roof. And so during those peak hours, I set an alarm every day on my Google. I say, hey, Google, remind me at three o'clock and eight o'clock to turn on the thermostat. And it'll remind oh. me at those exact times every day to turn down the thermostat. And that's super helpful. Now, the last one that I have is really fun. So if you're ever feeling down or you're just not having a day where you're feeling like all on all in yourself and just kind of not feeling good. You can get motivational quotes from your Google <laughs> Assistant. You can say, hey, Google, uh, give me a motivational quote. And every day it has a new motivational quote for you that can help uh, pep up your day a little bit. Is it like, you know, get your butt in gear and do something and get off the couch type of stuff? Or is it more, or is it more like, you know, like, like teamwork makes the dream work? It's, it's, the, it's the last one. It's the one I got oh, today okay. when I checked it was, you never know when a fleeting moment of kindness can change someone's day. <gasps> So, you know, know, it's still good. You better do something nice for us today, Matt. Hey, I'll try. Yes. (laughs) You're going to make our day with those fleeting kind. Well, you're always kind. I try my best to be kind. Yeah, you are. You are. (laughs) Okay. So, Allie, um, this was really interesting because we talked about this in the pregame show about (laughs) in-app browsers. Um, Because it is when you're on Facebook, you're just somebody says, here, click this and to go read this, even if it's just like an an article. Mm -hmm. And then it's. Probably not the best thing to do. Yes. Let's do a little background first. So about a year and a half ago, Apple introduced something called app tracking transparency. It forces developers basically to get your consent before they can sell your data. Uh, Facebook was very worried about this and said, we are going to lose a ton of money because we collect all that data and we sell it. It's a huge part of their business. Um, They had good reason to be worried. In one year, they lost $10 billion dollars. Because of Whoa. this one small change. Wait, I'm sorry. Ten billion? Billion with a B. Ten billion dollars wow. because of this oh Apple change. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So okay. this has had a huge impact on Facebook. No so wonder now, why they're not friends. They aren't friends. No. no very much no. Um, so they've been working on some workarounds. Hmm. Of course. So, Kim, you hit it, the nail on the head. So if you are on Facebook or Instagram and you click a link, this is not opening up in your regular browser that has all the privacy protections that your regular browser has, it's opening in the in-app browser. So this is essentially a version of it that Facebook controls. And wouldn't you know it, there is code in that in-app browser that gets around (laughs) Apple's app transparency. So that means when you open a link, 
Facebook knows exactly what you're doing there and anywhere else you go if you stay in that in-app browser. So aside from deleting Facebook, what can you do? How can you get around this? Well, it's really as easy as just don't use the in-app browser so much. So instead of clicking the link and just reading it there, press your finger down and then get copy. You'll be able to copy the link, open your regular browser, open it there. Um, it takes some more work. I think your privacy is worth it, especially if you're going to be filling out a form, if you're going to buy something, if you're going to search for something private that you don't want Facebook <laughs> and the rest of the world to know about. Um, so again, all you have to do, hold down on the link, copy it, then open your browser, paste in the link and do it that way. And I'm sure that Apple is going to catch, I'm, you know, they have caught on to it by now. I'm sure, sure that they are going to patch this and say, no, 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 you can't do this. Right. Um, but for right now, yeah, we have to go with workarounds. Hmm. Mark is just making more Zuck bucks every time more we turn around. More Zuck bucks. <laughs> He's got to pay for the metaverse somehow. Yeah. Yes, because right. that's just not <laughs> taking off the way it wanted to. Also, the cryptocurrency is not taking off quite the way that it wanted to. Yeah. I like what Mark Cuban said the other day about if you're buying digital real estate, you're just stupid. He just came out and said, you're just stupid. <laughs> you're just dumb. Okay. I was like, okay, well, there's one way to say it. Uh, if you like some quick tips like this, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast. You get two a day. One's a news item. One's just a really great trick that you use time and time again. So wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course, and get those daily tech updates. And coming up, we have a weird thing in a new segment here on Tech Refresh. It's We're going to call it, well, we're not going to call it WTF. We're going to call it What the Heck uh, that we saw this past week. We have our trivia that you don't want to miss because Matt's on board and it's always oh, very difficult when Matt does it. Uh, and what the web is talking about. And we have that really so, so funny joke at the end that you don't want to miss. So sit right there and don't move. Welcome back to Tech Refresh. As I like to say, it's the weekly fun podcast about everything digital. You know, so many tech podcasts, they take this stuff so seriously. And you're like, I was listening to one while I was traveling. It's like, well, you know, the uh, Windows operator. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Get me out of here. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what is that? And But, you know, to complement all this new tech know-how, make sure that you get our free newsletters. Go to commando.com slash subscribe. We got newsletters for everybody in the universe. If you're Android, we have you and Mac and Apple and, um, let's see, small business and travel and tips and breaking news and security. You know, you get the drill. So just sign up for the ones that you like is you don't have to sign up for all of them. Just sign up for a few, the ones that really interest you. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. And we promise you that we're not going to sell, lease your email address to anybody ever. So that's commando.com slash subscribe. All right. So we were talking about that we have this new segment that we're going to put into Tech Refresh. And it's like, just to let all you guys and gals know, it's like, because we are scouring the headlines for you all day, that we come across some weird stuff that doesn't quite fit into a lot of boxes. So it's it's not really a security alert. It's not a Windows tip. It's not something that I could talk about on the show because the show has to be very family-friendly oriented, if you get my drill. And, you know, I, I know what we're going to be talking about, but before we talk about this, I want to tell you, like, so many times that we're in these relationships. Now, of course, you know, Matt, you're about ready to get married. Allie, you've been married forever. And then I've been married for even more forever. And so <laughs> and so it's been a long time since we've d dated, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And But I started thinking about because knowing what this site does that you're going to talk about, I want to tell you just a quick story. Um, many, obviously, many, many moons ago, I was dating a guy. And mm. 
you know, I really, you know, I don't know if you remember it. You really always liked the guys that didn't like you, you know, or <laughs> the gal. I mean, it's like, it was a little bit of a challenge. So, I mean, so I was going out with this guy and then, you know, we'd go out for like a couple of months and then he would just like say, you know, I'm going out with somebody else. And I'm like, what is that about? Right. Okay. And so then he started going out and I didn't, and I knew he was going out with somebody, but he didn't tell me he was going to go out with somebody. Mm. Okay. And we didn't have like this formal commitment, but I was like, you know, either you're going to go out with me or you're not. So he was Jewish. And um, I did find out from a girlfriend who saw him at a club with somebody else. So the next day I was thinking like, what do I do about this? And how do I break up with this guy? So I came up with an idea. I sent him a plant to his office. That just said, have a good life. And the plant was a special plant because I, I actually went into the store and I got this plant. I got him a wandering Jew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he called me up and he was laughing hysterically. And I'm like, that doesn't mean we're going back out. Okay. <laughs> so on that happy note, well done, you, found yeah. kind, you found kind of a weird thing of the week, Al. I sure did. One of my jobs is keeping up with all of the security breaches, the, you know, the hacks, so that we can keep everyone informed. So I'm sitting there scrolling, minding my own business, and I see a headline that I thought, I have to share this on Tech Refresh with all our friends. Um, okay, are you ready for this headline? This is real. I will say that before I read it. Anonymous poop gifting site hacked. Customers exposed. <laughs> poop gifting. Um, it's a company called Poop Express, but it's not poop. I'll let you guess the name. Um, it's a service that lets you send a box of animal feces to a friend, an enemy, whoever you want to. A friend. A friend. <laughs> a yeah. friend. Um, and yeah, you can send it to them and they get a, a custom box of dung with a personalized message from you. So, so what kind of... Poop is it? Right now, they're selling horse manure. Um, okay. It seems like in the past, they have done cow. They've had uh, elephant, which was pretty okay. crazy. Yeah, it seems like they switch up the animals right now. Right now, they're on horse. Um, I have some questions. A lot of questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yes. One, why? Could you possibly dislike someone so much that you decided, you know what? The only recourse here, I'm going to send them poop. Can either of or you see doing this to someone? I mean, or I just, I did a wandering Jew. I mean, plant, I mean. <laughs> See, you gave him a nice plant. I don't think I could ever do that to somebody. I mean, I think maybe when I was younger, I would have sent it to one of my buddies and been like, oh, it's funny. But like. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's kind of like, you know, 12, 14, 15 year old humor. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I've never felt that that would be something that I would Google search. Um <laughs> I love that this is now in all of our browser history because yes, we is. have gone to this website. Uh, I'm glad that we're associated with this. I know. And then Google's probably like looking at this saying, Kim, Allie, Matt, what are you doing? <laughs> we're going to start getting some weird ads. Yeah. Um, my second big question is, do you think that the person who breached this site was trying to figure out who sent them poop in the mail? <laughs> you know, that's a really good point. I mean, I think that's probably a legit Concern. I mean, concern. <laughs> I mean, I bet you that's probably it. Somebody got poop and they're like, you know what? I want to know who sent me the poop. Yeah. And for so, sure. So if you know right a hacker, there. if you know someone who's really good with computers, don't do anything like this. They'll figure out who you are. <laughs> that's the moral of the story. And also, if you ever sent somebody poop, um, you're, you're 
your credentials and everything has been breached. So you need to change your password to the poop site. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just want to make sure that that's clear. Did you ever think you'd say that, Kim, change yeah. your password no. to the poop site? <laughs> I, I, you know, that's one of those things in life that I never thought would come out of this mouth. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. You know. Here okay. we are. Uh, okay. I have a poop joke just because. Ooh, good. Um, Great. Uh, what does Kirk and Picard call their poo-poo? What do they call their poo-poo? Captain Kirk and Picard. They call it the captain's log. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. So now now it's up to you, Matt. See, now this is where you have to have, like, this great transition. Yes. Because now we're going to talk about, like, what the web is talking about with you, Matt, our dedicated Internet scout. And it's not poop, right? It's not poop this time, but we'll see. You never know. It is the <laughs> Internet. Um, you know, every week we see hashtags rise and fall. Some, you know, everybody has their 15 minutes of fame on Twitter or Instagram and things go up and things go down. But what you might not know is that every single week on individual days, there are the same trending hashtag on each day. And this has changed somewhat over the last decade since hashtags were introduced. But uh, Twitter actually put out a list for their business side of their page of what weekly trending <laughs> hashtags go every single week and are always in the top. So I'm going to go through each one of them and we'll discuss whether or not we've ever posted that. So the first one is Monday Mood. Um, and that's tweeted almost 350,000 times during 2021. Just that hashtag was tweeted. And basically what it comes down to is you're sharing a healthy dose of positivity. So you're trying to make something positive or mind, trying to show that you're in a good mood or whatever with on a, on a Monday. So that's Monday, kind of, you know, whatever. Mm. I bet Monday mood in 2020 was like a grim Oh, I'm sure. Oh, to click. It was probably yes. just like another Monday. Monday mood. Or maybe it was, no, it was supposed to be mod motivational. So you could say, you know, the, the good thing about wearing a mask every day is I don't have to wear makeup. There you go. From <laughs> okay. here down. <laughs> yes. Tuesdays is Transformation Tuesday. That was tweeted 640,000 times in 2021. And that's all about the before and after of a pro progress. So whether or not it's you're losing a bunch of weight or you're rebuilding a room or you're redecorating something or you clean your car. Either way, it's all <laughs> Transformation Tuesdays. And that's what Tuesday's trending has a lot of tweets. Wednesdays is Wednesday Wisdom. That was tweeted 590,000 times in 2021. And that's in a motivational kind of stuff. Wisdom, share little snippets of your intelligence, and people post those all the time. Those can be pretty interesting. I saw a few from celebrities that do that every week. Um, you know, I saw some from Stephen Colbert and some from other people like that on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, and Thursdays is, of course, TBT, which is for Throwback Thursday. These are pictures from your past that you can post on Thursdays. It's, it's always trending. That's one of their biggest in 2021 alone, it got 4.9 million tweets with that with TBT as the hashtag. That's because nobody was doing anything fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was just like, what did I do in the past? Yeah, remember 2018? Uh, we were at a party then. Yeah. <laughs> Friday and is. I had dinner out. I had dinner with like five friends without a mask in a yeah, restaurant. In a restaurant, yeah. <laughs> Friday is Friday Feelings. There were 1.3 million in 2021. Friday feelings is the none of these recurring hashtags. It basically is your plans for the weekend. So it's saying, oh, Friday feelings. I'm feeling like it's Friday. What are your plans for the weekend? That's what Friday feelings is. Saturday, I love the most. Saturday, the trending hashtag for 2021 was Catterday. And that was <laughs> pictures of your cats that you post on Twitter with the hashtag Catterday. That had 1.8 million. And finally, we all know it. We all love it. 
hashtag Sunday fun day is wrapping <laughs> up your week and showing everybody what you're doing on a Sunday. So if you have kids or grandkids and you want to seem cool, you can recite one of these hashtags to them and they'll be like, Oh, how did mom know about throwback Thursday? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or Catterday. I mean, thank God for the internet because how did we live without hashtag Catterday? <laughs> I just, I just don't know. I just have no idea. I thought it was interesting I, that on Tuesdays it wasn't Taco Tuesday because I yes, see that I'm a lot too. I was surprised about that too because Taco Tuesday is always like, yes, yes, Tuesday we have to have tacos. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, speaking of social media and Twitter, make sure that you follow us wherever you go. Go to twitter.com slash Kim Commando, Instagram.com slash Kim Commando, Facebook.com slash Kim Commando, Pinterest.com slash, you get the drift. I mean, so if you're ghosting us, stop it already just go ahead and click that big old follow subscribe also on youtube because we're going to be making some big big changes to our youtube channel so you want to be in on all the good stuff early so make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to our youtube channel over at youtube.com slash kim commando you want to stay right where you are because coming up you better have your thinking cap on because matt's doing trivia this week and always super hard when he does that and then later on we have a so-so joke from ali but you may laugh at it so <laughs> Stay right where you are. Yes, this Tech Refresher is your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. Just a quick reminder that if you are starting your own online business, make sure that you go ahead and get our guide, our guide to online freelancing that you can get over on Amazon. It's close to free. It's $9.99. I mean, and it's definitely worth it. You're going to learn a whole bunch of stuff. So over on Amazon, just search for Commando with a K, of course. All right. So it's time now for our contest. And mm. I'm I'm feeling, and maybe because I've been on vacation and I'm back, but I was feeling like really hurt that <laughs> while I was um, on vacation, you know, in France, in the Netherlands and in the UK and everywhere else and beyond, that nobody really cares about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that even though the podcast is called like Kim Commando and Friends, Mm-hmm. I hate mushrooms, and I if I lose, I have to eat mushrooms. Aww. Okay, and Matt, refresh our memory, what you have to do? Olives. A can of dollar olives. store olives. Oh, you, okay. you two <laughs> but, poor babies. Okay, but the, 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 you know, you guys and gals, you're just, all you do is you just care about Allie. That's it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Allie's afraid of heights. Allie should do this. Allie should do that. It's mm. not like, hey, Kim, you know, try mushrooms with a Sprite or something, or... <laughs> Or, you know, Matt, you have to put some vodka with those olives. Mm. I mean, but that doesn't work. So, Allie, so what have the uh, folks sent in so far to help you alleviate your fear of heights? Well, the latest suggestion is one that I have to be honest, when I read it, I got that scared feeling mm. in my stomach like, oh, no. Um, if Allie loses, she should have to walk the sky bridge in the Grand Canyon while looking down through the glass. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I, you know what? I, have you ever done that in Chicago? No. No. I wouldn't. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, so you can go. I think it's the Sears Tower. I, don't, I forget. <gasps> it was a couple of years ago. When, and you can stand and you can, walk in, you can walk in glass over it. Were you scared? Okay. You know, I was okay doing it, but when I saw Ian out there, <laughs> it was like it was like you know, like the big hook, the mother hook comes over, like come on, get back here, you know, like that was it. Oof. Okay, so that okay, so that's a no. That right. one feels outside of my Comfort current zone. capabilities <laughs> as a okay. human. Uh, you know, okay. I think somebody said so. I had talked about indoor skydiving, um, and somebody said, "Yeah, Ali should do that." 
what was the other one that I I had one rock more. the rock the, the rock, rock yeah climbing the wall. rock climbing wall. Someone said, you know what, she should have to do both because none of those are that scary. Make her do both. I have done rock climbing before. Um, my heart was pounding out of my chest <laughs> when I was near the top. Even though you're like completely belayed, is that what it's called? You're completely yeah. strapped in. Let me tell you, I was terrified. Um, so I think I would do both of those. Yeah. I, okay. I, All right. I don't think I can do glass bridge. Okay. So if you have any more recommendations for Allie, don't send them. No, I'm kidding. No, we do want to hear. No, you know, if you have any more recommendations on, if, because here's how it comes is that, you know, this is the trivia and I'm not sure, really sure when it's going to end, but I'm sure it's going to end someday soon, is that whoever loses has to do what they would hate the most. And mm. so me is like mushrooms and, you know, it's not the magical mushrooms. It's just those those, those fungus things. Oh, <laughs> they're so disgusting. It's like portobello mushroom sandwiches. I look at it and go, that's disgusting. And then, of course, Matt is olives and yeah. gin. How about some gin? Ugh, that tastes like burning Christmas trees. That's what I always think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me tell you something. Just on a side note, you know, I was traveling with Ian. He's like, hey, mom, you know, you got to get going with a skinny girl drink. I'm like, what is that? And he's like, citron with a little club soda and, and a lemon. Hmm. Ooh. No good. carbs. Mm. Yes, very nice. Sounds very refreshing. Nice. Good summer drink. Okay, and then Allie has to just... Um, she just has to jump out of a plane or something. Yeah, there like we that. go. I Easy. just have to get the living daylight scared out of me while you two are <laughs> eating it. a snack. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. We'll all, all right, eat so. the snack while you're in the air thing. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and so if you have any recommendations for us to like help Allie, because we always like to help her, I guess. Um, <laughs> podcast at commando.com. You can send us a note. Okay. So Matt, take it away. You have trivia this week. All right. This is going to be a good one. So I talked about creepy robots earlier and I thought it'd be interesting to go back into the past. Um, have you heard of the Turing test? This is the test oh. that allows you to tell whether or not a AI or a computer can is a human or a, an AI, right? And it was developed by Alan Turing, who was the guy who broke the Nazi code back in World War II um, and is the father of, of modern computers. So we're going to talk a little bit about Alan Turing. Which of these schools in the, the UK did he not attend? <laughs> Oh my gosh, Matt. Come on, Matt. I know, it's so much fun. A, King's College, Cambridge. B, the University of Edinburgh. C, Princeton University. Or D, the illustrious Sherbone School. I've never even heard of the Sherbone School. King's College, Cambridge. University of Edinburgh, Princeton, Sherbone School. Uh, so this is a good old-fashioned guessing game today. <laughs> hey, you know, if you there was a movie that came out a few years ago, he's been more talked about in media. I thought, you know, that I'd make it a little bit All easier right. for you. Oh, sure. Thank you. <laughs> At least it wasn't a date this time. What is Alan Turing's okay, middle I, name <laughs> is the question. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm telling you, Matt, if somebody gave you this question, you'd be like, I don't know. Okay, but meanwhile, you're going to give it to us. You know. I mean, at least, you know, next time you have to, like, I want you to, like, bring it down to, like, at least, like... 11th grade level. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'll go first. Um, my guess is going to be Princeton. Well, that's because, you know, that's the outlier because, you know, Princeton is in New Jersey. I do. I almost went to school there. So I went to California. But anyway, um, so that's why I think that might not be it. Okay. Um. I'm going to say the University of Edinburgh. Final answer? Just because, just because that's in Scotland, and it's not really like the whole London thing going yeah. on. 
but you never know. I don't know. I'm just guessing too. This is a guess. All right. Final yeah. answer is yes. Locked in. All right, we're yeah. locked in. One of you is correct. And that person is Kim. Oh, it is not yes. the University of Edinburgh. He did attend King's College, Princeton, and the illustrious Sherbone School, which, little fun fact, the Sherbone School was his preparatory school that he went to before college. And it was... Oh, uh, my yeah, gosh. How would we ever know that? Hey, maybe you know a lot about uh, Alan Turing. But this is the oldest school he attended. This school was actually started in 705, 1300 <laughs> years ago. All these other places were started. So Princeton was in 1746. King's College is 1441. And University of Edinburgh is 1583. But his like his high school was in 705 AD is when it started. I thought that was amazing. That's insane. Congrats, Kim. Wow. Yeah. One step well, thank further you. from the mushrooms. <laughs> I appreciate that. This way I don't have to like get a truffle dog either. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Allie, you have to leave us on a happy note after that big defeat. You I know, do. You have to yeah, yeah. give us a, a great joke. On a scale of one to ten, it's about a six. So we'll, we'll have to give you a rating afterwards. Okay. Take it away. All right. So a husband and a wife, they work for a circus, and they decide they want a child. So they go to an adopt, adoption agency. And the social worker they talk to is a little bit worried about their suitability as parents. So they bring out photos. They've got a 50-foot motorhome. It's clean. It's nice. It's well-maintained. And there's a beautiful nursery in it. Okay. The social worker feels a little better and then says, but what kind of education is this child going to get in your care because you're on the road all the time? And the husband says, we've arranged a full-time tutor. They'll teach the child everything they need to know along with French, Mandarin, and even computer coding skills. Wow, okay, you've been really thinking about this. Social worker feels a little better and says, what about the child being raised in a circus environment? What's that like? Is it dangerous? And the wife says, no, we have a nanny, and she is a certified expert in pediatric care, child welfare, and diet. And the social worker's like, wow, okay, you've really thought this through. What age child are you hoping to adopt? And the husband says, it doesn't really matter as long as the kid fits in a cannon. (laughs) (laughs) all right i you know what i'll I'll give it a seven i was gonna say 7.5 thank you i like to do the undersell because yeah because then it's like you know you always over deliver at that point exactly All right. So this is like when we like to close show with a to-do list for our folks. Matt, you go first. You know, if you have a Google Home, try out some of these tricks. If you lose your keys and wallet all the time, just tell your Google where it is and it can remind you. It's very handy. That's good. How about you, Al? I want you to go to commando.com and look at our article about the most invasive apps and these little changes that you can make to make them a little less invasive. It really is worth it. It doesn't take long to do this stuff. You know, 20, 30 seconds to make a little settings change. So it's worth doing it. You deserve it. Your privacy deserves it. And also make sure you check out some keyboard shortcuts. We got a whole bunch of those listed over at commando.com. And on a final note, um, don't send poop. <laughs> don't. don't. Someone do it. will just, find out. Someone will find out. Just don't do it. Just you know, have that inclination. One of these things you like, you just say no. Just say no. Say no to poop. Don't do that. And uh, as always, you can send us our thoughts and comments over at podcasts at commando.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again here next week.